Hello and welcome back to the Eurovision Rewind podcast. This is part two of our 2019 Rewind. If you missed part one, go back to last week's episode and check that out. It's a banger. You won't regret it. And yeah, so second half, song number 14. It is the host entry, Israel, with the song Home by Kobe Marini. I feel the sun upon my skin and I am someone, I am someone. You pulled my heart, I took it in It made me someone, I am someone And now I'm done, I'm coming home I used to listen This is great <laughs> This is such a caricature oh. of itself That's true I, I'm shocked that you say that <laughs> I, I mean, I, this is bad. First of all, oh yes, it's but th- this is it's beyond boring. This is solidly in my semi-ironically <laughs> top tier respect <laughs> because I I choose to believe that I am laughing with this song, which makes no, it, you're not okay. <laughs> I don't think you are. You sure, you sure. <laughs> he seems so genuine. <laughs> you can't. Okay, at the the end of the song, he is. <laughs> Oh, he starts bawling. So, that was so weird. It's so beautiful. It's hilarious. I, I don't. I can't tell how sincere this is. Um, also, speaking of uh, weird vocal affectations, this guy has the weirdest voice ever. I really. I think his voice is very. I think his voice is pretty good. I hate um, his voice so much. I hate like the. <laughs> it's so nasally. It's so like. Like I don't know, it's too much for me. I think he he's he's hamming it up by all means, but I think his voice is pretty good. I also love his weird metal bow tie. Oh, I like that a lot. Um, but yeah, I thought Clearly. this was. Hmm. Go for it, sorry. I thought this was immensely enjoyable. I thought it was a great host entry. Um, it's not gonna win, but it cracked me up. Clearly, y'all paid way more attention than I did. <laughs> I got bored. I stopped paying attention. I'm like, this is in the bottom. I don't care. Cool. I mean, fair assessment. That's, I, that's literally no, the that, only thing I wrote. That's where this would be this for me if it wasn't so hammy. <laughs> I see. But I didn't, I didn't even notice the ham. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we were talking about um, in the 2000 episode, the difference between Israel and Macedonia? And how, yes. like, they yeah, were both yeah, yeah, bad, yeah. but Macedonia was so genuine that it was way worse. This is so genuine that I think it ruins it for me. <laughs> okay, I didn't read it as genuine, which is where that disconnect is coming from. Like, I read this as I, post-ironic. I don't think I, I would give that that much credit. Yeah. As well. I Maybe, I don't know. I remember the intro uh, by the announcers said like all right we reached our halfway point in the night and next we have a song from our home country home by kobe Miami, whatever mm-hmm. um that i guess set my expectations for it to be this genuine song about like home and homecoming and like you know family whatever i don't know um and so i didn't even bother paying attention to it <laughs> when, when it wasn't that immediately and didn't move me you know, he just very starts 
he has like an emotional breakdown after he starts singing very dramatically sobbing at the end it's it's crazy it's it's, what it's really funny i must have like i must have just (laughs) slept through it or something i have no recollection of that in the slightest after he stops singing he starts crying and he can barely get out thank you europe (laughs) it's it's great (laughs) Wait, wait, wait i do remember that I do. That was like somewhere deep in my memories. Much like the fishing minigame music <laughs> is in my brain. Uh, okay, so yeah, um, yeah you. Th- this one's gonna do bad. Um, I think this is going to do. Ironically, I don't know where this is gonna go. Honestly, it like it really depends on how, on how, uh, how annoyed people get by it. Millen, your thoughts. Too bad. Okay. It's kind of too bad. Mm-hmm. It can do really bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's not dead last, but it's same similar bottom five as Greece. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I think I think it could stand a chance to get to get bumped up by people being like, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. All right. So after Israel was Norway with song number fifteen, which was "Spirit in the Sky" by Kano. This song kind of pisses me off. <laughs> I would just like to say we've had two songs in this performance so far that are already songs. Replay by Iaz. Iaz? I don't know how to say that. And then Spirit in the Sky by Norman Greenbaum. Oh, yeah. And none of them live up to, even remotely, their counterparts. <laughs> yeah, I think that... So, when this song won the national final of Norway... I remember liking it a lot because it's catchy, it's fun, you can dance to it, um, and yeah, it really started to grate on me though, just because I started to realize that this was just a very basic Scandinavian pop song, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it just lacked a lot of substance, and I remember, again, to bring it back to the 2000 episode, we talked about kind of... Uh, exploitation and like commodification of like the indigenous culture and i think that this definitely reeks more of that than i interpret the 2000 the sweden 2000 entry just because it's almost like they're making fun of the way that he also like uh, for context he's also um of the same ethnic group that the singer from 2000 was and the way he's singing is a traditional uh it's like sami form of singing called yoiking he's also got a sami flag in the like green room area which i was very happy about because i love that flag sorry Contagion, yeah. continue and i feel like it's almost like making fun of this and it's kind of like haha doesn't he sing funny isn't that funny isn't this like weird like i feel like it's like it's like the whole point of this song is to like other this like culture and also kind of commodify because also like the whole thing is like oh like spirit animals spirit in the sky and at the, at the end everyone gets like a spirit animal out of a constellation in the led screen and like 
I don't know. I just think that this is kind of a basic pop song that everyone really overhyped in the lead up to the contest that has uh, honestly kind of bad vocals from the male vocalist that sings in English. Um, and also it uh, has kind of, it can be read in a way that seems insensitive to indigenous people. I'm not going to make claims about what indigenous people should do with their culture and stereotypes of their culture. Cause I know that that singer like is indigenous, but that, that those are my thoughts. I probably talked for too long. <laughs> I had very similar thoughts. Hmm. Uh, I was, when I said, um, spirit in the sky by Norman Greenbaum earlier, I was like, okay, this is a song that's, I don't know. I have that mental association. Ergo, it has to do something to compete against that. Mm-hmm. And at first, it did not. Completely different genre. Very much fell flat. I don't like either of the um, English vocalists' uh, voices too much. And then the third guy started singing. And I will say that it kind of set the it set the song apart from other songs on that stage and and off the stage but you're very right in that it did not handle that kind of cultural representation and uh ethnic representation in in a tactful way Hmm. rain alexander's one last time is timeless classic it, it very much seems like it was directed and coordinated and managed by someone of that descent or or you know, who had like the best interest and the experience to execute that best interest in mind. This one felt like three friends, two of whom are white, quote unquote, are making fun of the third one who is not white, quote unquote. Um, yeah, it, it felt tacky. Tacky is a good word. And I remember, um, not to keep talking about this song, cause I feel like I've already said too much and Alice hasn't had a chance to talk yet, but, um, <laughs> Um, I, yeah, and I feel like the whole appeal to the song was the shock factor of the kind of out of place joking, and then that kind of just turns into the song being like the joke song about the weird way that this person sings, when in fact that it, this is kind of just a traditional style of singing that it seems like the viewer is made to make fun of. And I remember, like, I know, like the like the Fine Brothers every year, like on their like React channel, have God. yeah, they have um a bunch of Americans react to the Eurovision every year. And I remember I watched it for this year and everyone's reaction to the song. When the guys started joking, they were like, what, what is that? That's crazy. That's so funny. And then they like, didn't really like handle it that well. I, I really like that. That feels like a classic American reaction. Yeah. I want to know, you know, what went on within Europe. Right. All right, Ellis, go ahead. I really like this song. I thought it was fun. I enjoyed the yoking. I enjoyed the pyro. I was I had a lot of fun. I was sitting here going like, "Oh, yeah. This is this is fun. I like this song." Uh and then I put it in my top tier. Sure, that's yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Respectable, I, respectable. I dig this. This this appeals to me a lot. I understand your concerns and having her hearing you voicing them makes me be like oh yeah yeah but i also but, really like this but if this, song. Hit, if this came on in the club 
I would oh, be like, yeah, I'd be dropping my ass on the dance floor. Yeah. Like this, the, the, it, it's a fun song. Yeah, I fucking objectively. I, I really, I really enjoyed this one. I thought this was great. This was one of my favorite songs of the year. If you don't think about it too much, which I feel like we have a song every year where if you don't think about it too much, it's fun. This <laughs> yeah. is the song this year that if you don't think about it too much, it's kind of fun. Yeah, this is in my top four. Do you think that it'll be in Europe's top four? No, I think it'll be in Europe's top 13. I don't know where, but it's just good. It's fun. I really, I really enjoy this song. I love it. This is great. It's a great song. <laughs> Stop. <No. laughs> what, do you, what do you think, Melon? <laughs> Where do I think it's going to place? Uh, I don't know. It was certain. I, I did not like it. Uh, and not just because it was not as in line with my musical taste. Um, but, oh, man, I don't even know how. I didn't even consider how it would do as far as wide appeal goes. Probably good. Especially if you said there was hype for it beforehand. Right? Yeah. I feel like that that's probably going to boost it up. Um, I don't know. I can see it being in like the seven to ten spot. Let's talk about song number sixteen, which is "Bigger Than Us" by Michael Rice from the United Kingdom. Yes, ma'am. You will never be alone. It's bigger than us. It's bigger than you and me. It's bigger than us. It's bigger than everything we see. Uh, this is pretty bad <laughs> yeah this is pretty bad um, i feel bad because this isn't like um this isn't like israel this is it, it is not like israel in the sense that it's almost laughable because i don't think this is laughable i think that this is very genuine and the song is bad but not in a funny way like i'm not making fun of him yeah i'm not i'm also not making sense um <laughs> Yeah, the producers are doing their best job to hide the fact that he can only somewhat sing. Oh, I think his vo- his vocals are good. I, they, they're a little bit shaky on the verses, I think. I think um, his vocal quality is really good. I don't know how well he can like uh, hit his notes all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not this. It's, this is not a good song. I think Michael Rice is kind of funny though. Like I, I I saw interviews of him, and he's like he's from the north somewhere in England. And he just, I don't know, he kind of cracked me up, and he seems like a really sweet guy. I would just like to put that out there. I said it sucks. Big time. <laughs> I, yeah. This is this is my last place, personally. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is worse than, uh, than, um... Was you didn't like Slovenia. Slovenia. I think it's also worse than Germany. I... Which is worse than Slovenia. Yeah, I, I think this is better than Germany. I think this is better than Slovenia, but it's like still bottom. Yeah, agreed. I think this one and Germany are tied for like dead last for me. Okay. This one feels more sincere than Germany's, like in a good way. I, I, I think Germany's might be a little bit more sincere, but like I'm more on board with the sincerity of <laughs> yeah, this one. There you go. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, we're ready to move on. I'm. Yep. Yeah. Time for song number 17, which is Hatrid Munsigra by Hatri from Iceland. <laughs>
Dude, hate will prevail. Hate will prevail. Imagine you pull up to Eurovision with a song called Hate Will Prevail. This, Big ups. Hell yeah. This is so good. This is like top three for me. Easy. I don't even know where to start with this one. All right. There's so, so much going on. Uh, the backing track sounds straight off of Gasafostein's Novo Sonic System EP, which is a reference that I don't think either of you are going to get. Um, or okay uh but it's like it, the backing track industrial electro banger the mm. vocals wild screamy harsh vocals the staging mad max but more kinky um thunderdome meets bdsm yes thunderdome beats meets bdsm there's like a giant metal sphere cage in the back and there's a dude on top who's playing the drums in a very similar fashion to what's it the the doof what the whatever the name of the dude with the flaming guitar is from fury road oh yeah um and it's an utter banger i disagree slightly with one point that you made the outfits were uh I don't want to say works of art, but they were like, you could tell a lot of time and passion went into them. Yeah. Um, the staging as well. Everything about this performance was twisted and depraved in like the best ways that a song can be. Um, I, the, my, my major complaint is that the backing uh, track stayed the same throughout the whole thing. Like it started That's off true. and it started off and it's not fun, but industrial and, you know, you can bang your head to it. And then it stayed that way the entire time. And it was over or it was under rather these also fairly repetitive screaming vocals of hatred will prevail. And then similarly repetitive uh, verses, I guess you could call them of the other singer. I don't know. Um I just wish that the like the industrial backing track could have gotten glitchier or more oversaturated or worse over time. <laughs> I, f I feel like that would have actually genuinely helped the song because as is it got to, you know, I can I like the first minute and a half and then the second minute and a half is the same thing. Also, this song, weirdly enough, has a key change. <laughs> yeah, I liked it, though. Yeah, I don't know if I necessarily agree with the backings, but I also listen to songs that are like this, but eight minutes long and stay the same the entire time regularly for fun. So, like, yeah, I, I think my perspective. I on noticed that is the twisted. same. Actually, I didn't <laughs> notice the same thing, but when you said it, I was like, "Oh, that's entirely true." But I think I was just so taken by the performance that I didn't notice that. Um, this was an example of overperformance that helped the song, right? Yep. As opposed to as opposed to Greece. Yeah, oh, no, Ellis. What? Did you say nope? Oh, no, I said yep, but I was yawning, so it oh, sounded okay. weird. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I think this song is super interesting and does something that's never been done at Eurovision ever, just in terms of, like, performance, just, like, sonically content, I think. And it's a banger. And it's a banger. I think this is really impressive and obviously stood out from the rest of the crowd. Yeah. This is solidly within my semi-ironically good tier. This is within my unironically good Same. tier. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I just had it down there for categorization's sake. <laughs> All right. So, I don't know. Okay. It, it's certainly a novelty song in the context of Eurovision, but it's also an 
absolute banger. So how do you think this one will do? Can you predict that even? Dear God, no. I think this will do sixth. Wow. I feel like top 10 makes sense. I don't know if I would go so far as to say six. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I don't want to stop talking about it, but I feel like we have to. Yeah. I feel like if we keep talking about it, it's just going to be like me blubbering about why I like it, but not like, or not about how I like not it, but not why. And then I'm just going to like not make sense. Oh, so yeah. So anyway, yeah. moving on to song number 18, which is Storm by Victor Crone from Estonia. And this is boring and dumb, and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yep. I made one prediction for this song. I told Ellis about it earlier. Uh huh. I this song is the perfect twentieth place song. That's it. That's all I have to say about it. Okay. That's it. That's the review. Yeah. I just I'm 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 excited to see if I'm correct because it feels like it fits so perfectly in the very boring but not actively bad. Yeah. I feel yeah. like along with um, John from Sweden, this is the heartthrob of the year. D- Duncan Lawrence. Oh, him too. <laughs> Shit, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's definitely angling for that that target audience. And this like like low rate Lumineers ass backing That's track. A, yeah, it's like Lumineers meets oh, country Phillips meets Phillips. like oh Philip Phillips. Yeah, Philip Phillips type beat for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I hated the um, hologram thing that happened. It's awful when he was in the storm. It's yeah. disgusting. Oh, and then the <laughs> camera did something weird that I yeah. wasn't supposed to do. Do you remember that, Melon? When it cut from him to him holding a guitar. No, like, like it, like it, like trailed off, and like it just like showed like a part of the stage that no one was on. I think it was just a mistake in the camera work. It looks like a guy <laughs> fell down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is. It started off so soft, and it's like it's just a little bit off. It gets a little bit better after it kind of drops, but even then, it's just like, okay, I would rather listen to "Sky Full of Stars" by Coldplay, and I don't even particularly like that song. Um, I, yeah, and I think I that do. also ultimately we went from the least safe song perhaps that has ever been sent to Eurovision to by far the most safe song in this entire comp- the contest. Yeah, safe is a very yeah. good word to describe this. Millen, any thoughts or? Well, you know where I think it's going to place. 20th 20, exactly. 20th exactly. I, yeah, I can see that. I can see it sneaking a little bit higher than that, mm-hmm. but like, it's it's certainly not going to weasel its way into the top half, I don't think. All right, so. Also, the CGI sucks. <laughs> the CGI? Okay, it wasn't the worst will, CGI of the yes, night. Yes, no, I will. <laughs> I have I have it written down. Mention the this, Virgil but save Ablo the argument for album later. Cover. What? Do you know the, do you know that, Ellis? The, the, the Virgil Abloh? The Virgil Ab- the one he did for Pop Smoke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't I am really aware of it. I haven't looked at it closely line. enough to Yeah, it's the Virgil Abloh album cover of uh Aim for the Star Shoot for the Moon. I I don't know. Um okay, maybe it's a different one. I don't know. I don't care. Song was bad, let's move on. Okay, so after Estonia was song number nineteen, which was Like It by Zena from Belarus. I always try. 
TikTok influencer vibes. Oh yeah. Um, Interesting. That's a good shout. This was way better than I was expecting. Same, and it's better than I remember it being from 2019. Because yeah. <laughs> like, when when it comes up, it's like she, so she's got very much like a yeah like TikTok like Instagram influencer sort of streetwear look on, mm. and I was like. Oh god, this is going to be like the Instagram influencer from the OGA Second Chance and it's going to be like trying to hit that vibe but failing. But she's like a she's a good enough singer to pull it off and she's a really good performer and her stage presence is really good and her dancing is really good. Like the song itself is not transcendent, but the whole package is put together so well and she's able to fill every role she needs to and it's just like this is a really well done performance and it's a good song and it, like it's a good enough song too where it's like yeah sure yeah this is um this is the top of my like 1.5 tier it's very um if Dua Lipa made music for teenage girls exclusively yeah if Dua Lipa yeah. decided to go um trendier instead of making a disco record <laughs> well yeah I meant kind of like before that though <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, I said that Rina Sawayama could write this song, but Xena could not write Excess. I don't I get that. I, I get it. I didn't. I there think were Sonic similarities between the two of them, but Sawayama's is just like a, a you know a mile above. I think this is more like this is more white teenage girl than Rina Sawayama though. BB Rexa. Oh, BB Rexa. Yeah, fully. Okay, actually, yes. Yeah, BB Rexa makes sense. Yeah. Um, but this isn't like R&B enough for Rina Sawayama, I feel. Yeah, or new metal enough. But like prattle. Yeah, the re- there's new metal all over the Rina Sawayama. Sawayama's album is a lot more new metal, but Excess in particular does not have that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But like also props to this singer for pulling up to Eurovision and then us making like legitimate popular contemporary comparisons. That's yeah, impressive yeah, yeah. for a show that is usually, and I say this as someone who likes Eurovision, for a song that is usually a year or two behind the trend, this is very contemporary. And to be fair, it is very derivative and is a worse version of what is like this that is in the charts. I mean, yeah, but, but like, damn. But yeah, it's still very impressive. And yeah, I think that this sort of draws like, like this sort of is like, She's kind of like the daughter of, like, the person who represented Cyprus. Like, it's very, like, mother-daughter vibes. Like It's just because they both have the Anna Ferris haircut. Well, yeah, and also, like, I feel like like uh, Cyprus's song is, like, a much more mature kind of uh, not-as-current version of this. That being said, I think Cyprus is objectively better. But um, Wait, hold on. I was thinking of someone else. BDSM um, MILF. Right, yes. No, yeah. sorry. I think that the song is better I think this as a total package is better than Cyprus. I enjoyed this more, I think, but I think objectively Cyprus was better. That's interesting. I'm the exact opposite. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, either way, we like both of them. Yeah. I feel like we haven't heard many thoughts from you, Melon. What, what's the sitch? I don't know. I don't know if I have many more thoughts than you've already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's very street culture. It's very much got a youth appeal. Uh, none of which are bad things. Um, I don't know. I have no clue where it'll place. I also feel like it's not really... I feel like this could very easily be like 
pandering to youth culture, but it feels very representative of it. Like I think, no, it, yeah, yeah. I, it feels like. I think that. the singer was only like sixteen or seventeen no. when she performed it, and like that. Reads. No shit, really. She's very talented. Yeah. Oh, yeah. also, um, I think she's like the voice of some Russian. Yeah, she's the uh, she voices the Russian dub of Moana. <laughs> cool. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and she was born in two thousand two, so she would have been seventeen. Holy cow, that's terrifying. Uh, it, it does it does feel a little bit corporate like yeah, i don't know eurovision. some company is saying, yeah. yeah exactly I, I i can't fault it for it's that pop music at eurovision, of course it's going to be a little corporate and produced but yeah but yeah no this is good i have it in my like personal five to seven range yeah yeah i like that range i like that what did you say five to seven yeah cool because i have uh above this i have denmark russian norway one that we haven't gotten to yet, and then I have this twisting around with Sweden. Gotcha, okay. We're getting into the 20s now, and it is song number 20, which is Truth by Chingis from Azerbaijan. Who is maybe the most attractive person to ever be on TV? Just gonna put that out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that yeah. for sure. Yeah. It, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, um, I I don't. Jonathan, if you would peek into the chat real quick. Oh, these, I'm not on This is my right first. Now. Okay. Well, uh, Ellis, if you could read that to him, that was my first line of notes robot arm insane laser motion experience which anagrams to rail me <laughs> yes <laughs> absolutely um i would just like to submit for your consideration that this is the song that all the ogae second chance songs were trying to be when they were talking about like transhumanism oh yeah because this song has robot arms on stage. He is having a heart projected onto his chest by two robot assembly arms, and it's freaking cool. But the lyrics are weirdly about, like, a breakup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the lyrics don't mesh with the staging at all. But I like the song, and I like the staging. Mm -hmm. And the staging's freaking cool. And the song's the like, hey, I've heard this before, I think, which was cool. Um, yeah, it's good. Also, his voice. Like it's super like he, like his low notes are really gravelly, and like yeah, like very gravelly, very sexy. But then he also has a really good like falsetto, which I feel like could easily sound too disparate and not work. But I think it works. Yeah, no, it does work. He's a very talented singer, very talented performer. I think we have to bring up the elephant in the room, which is like the weird CG thing at the end where he like rises. Oh. <laughs> That, that was, was terrible. That was stupid. <laughs> that was similar vibes to how I was talking about, like in the 2000, where I would point at the screen and go, <laughs> that's stupid. That's what that was. But it was fun. Oh, we're about to get to it. God, it, <laughs> it's, it's so like bad. A, it's like a Star Trek getting beamed up animation. Hopefully. Which kind of sucks because everything about this is super sleek and modern and really works. And then there's just that. Yeah. I'm only going to look past it, though. No, oh, 100%. Yeah. Are all of us just collectively staring at him? 
That's what that's what the silence is. I was concerned that we've lost Millen again. Oh, have no, we? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm here. Yeah. Okay. I'm still here. Um, yeah, I have this like on my list. I have this right behind the binary star of Belarus and Sweden. Um, okay. I think those two are better like total packages than this one. But I do really enjoy the song, and I really enjoy the staging. Really, I, I really enjoy the song um, because this is another good blend of kind of traditional and contemporary. Mm. Uh, he has these vocalizations during a kind of a break from the rest of the song, and or uh, you could almost call it like the bridge, maybe. Um, and it's it it is a good addition to the song, but it's also like a, a pleasant. Um, or sonically, it's a, it's a pleasant uh, step back from where the song has been going so far. Um, also, this is the song that reminded me of Sam Smith, uh, specifically, Cause it's, specifically cause it's drilling the falsetto. The falsetto, yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, latch, you know, yeah, as th- far as the tempo. Yeah, th- this is the latch, Sam Smith, and then the other <laughs> one was the I don't know. Stay what, with me. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one was memorable. Amazing staging. Uh, the song itself was good. And then there were elements of him and his vocals. And specifically for me, those vocalizations that made it uh, really stand out from the crowd in a good way. I agree. So, Ellis, you said this would... Well, in your personal ranking, it's around six or seven. In real rankings, how do you feel? Um, I feel like I've said a lot of songs are going to be in the top 10. <laughs> well, also, I think you've said a lot of songs are going to be between like five and seven. Yeah. <laughs> there are going to be 27 songs between the five and seven spot. <laughs> and there are only 26 songs in the contest. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, this is going to be around there. So probably like ninth. Welcome to our ASMR I, portion actually, I think of the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Miller. I, I yes. feel like ninth. I feel like ninth is a very good. Uh, number that you have there. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Moving on and moving out to song number 21, which is Roi by Bilal Hassani from France. That means king. It does mean king. Um, the visuals in this song are freaking cool. When it starts out, there's this like really neat projection mapping onto her face, mm-hmm. which I'm always down for some good projection mm-hmm. mapping. So that was really neat. Mm-hmm. Also, later in the song, when she goes into the chorus, there's this like big Fritz Lang Metropolis Art Deco door thing behind her that I really yeah. liked. Also, just a side sure note. Yeah, yeah. He uses yeah. he/him pronouns. Never mind. <laughs> um, but I agree. This is really cool, and a lot of people gave this performance a lot of shit. Not really. Remember how? So you know, like yeah, this for, is. For o- yeah. Remember the OGAE? Remember the fact that France won the year before this year? 
Sure. Yeah. Remember like that really boring song that kept playing? No. Okay, so France won the OGAE second chance in 2019. Yeah. Um, so basically there was an overwhelming sentiment that a song in the national final for France should have won over this. I think the song that didn't win was really boring and this was really fun and did a lot of interesting things. Yeah, no, the, I, I liked and, this one. Um, Bilal is like a French like internet celebrity and I think a lot of people were like, Oh, the only reason he won is because like all of his Instagram followers voted for him. The song sucks. He can't <laughs> sing. But I think that he is a good vocalist. This song yeah. is really sweet and genuine. And I think the visuals are great, like you said. Um, and I think that it um, features diverse performers in a way that I don't think is really super pandering. It seemed genuine. Like there's um, there's like a plus size ballerina who um, apparently faced a lot of scrutiny in real life for being a dancer and having that body. And then there's a deaf dancer that comes out. And I think it's actually done in a, like a, it, it could have easily been done in a very less tasteful way. And also like at the end of the day, like aside from all these elements, it's a really good song. It's very soulfully performed. Yeah. All the visuals are great. This, this really works for me. Yeah. 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 Um, I will say the, the, the message is a little bit on the nose. Yeah. Um, like particular, the, the, the moment, the moment in particular is uh, when the ballerina comes out. The uh, the jumbotron behind them is like displaying all the headlines about. Oh, I kind of like ballerina that. fights through the hate. I mean, like I yeah, I get it, but that's that that's when you've hit the point where it's like ah okay yeah they're really playing into this. Um, but like despite that, I the it was the representation and the intent of this was very cool, and the song was exactly what it needed to be i really like the chorus yeah Yeah. i don't know i felt that the vocals were weaker than the message they weren't perfect if that makes sense yeah yeah they weren't perfect and it's not like this song required a perfect singer but i i felt i don't know i just didn't feel like this was france's strongest entry i mean uh, they're france so like yeah mm-hmm. but. yeah yeah i don't I, I also, <laughs> I thought that weird, like, Thor-sized Art Deco door projection <laughs> thing was, was weird. Clearly, you two are... I really like that. That was cool. I thought it was fun. <laughs> well, you're, you're a sucker for big doors. So. I am a sucker for big doors and Art Deco doors. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't have too many thoughts on this one, except that uh, this felt like a slip in quality for france in particular i i would i wasn't as against it as some of or as many of the um what's it called uh, the, the critics that you mentioned yeah. jonathan i don't i don't think I, I have no clue what it was up against in the semi-final or in the national uh contest i have i, I have no context for it outside of what i've heard here but uh i just didn't think it was I don't know. In the in the field, here we go. Here's what I'm saying. In the field, this was not uh, as strong as it could have been. Yeah, like I I didn't have this in my top yeah. top, but it was like it, it's perfectly decent. I just didn't. Yeah, it, it, I didn't have yeah. it in my. Top it gets top. a little bit lost. Yeah, like it, it's. I don't want to say it's forgettable because I don't know if it really is, but it it, it kind of is. <laughs> Certainly didn't forget that Art Deco door. How how can you forget that? <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um. As far as where I would rank it, I would probably put it below middle, but not too, not far below. 
Yeah, I I think that's a fair I think that's a fair shout. Okay, so moving on to its neighbors to the east, we have Italy. Song number twenty two, Soldi by Mahmoud. <laughs> Oh, really? I thought this was good. Oh, interesting. I really love this. Oh, okay. I really love this one, too. (laughs) First of all, love his shirt. That is amazing. Good fashion. Yeah, the dude is fitted. Um, Secondly, this song, to me, tried to stand out in the same, in a different way. Hmm. It tries to stand out along the same path that all of these other songs have tried to stand out in. Like, it's all very contemporary. It all uh, definitely has a certain vibe to it. But this one follows a different route to reach that same conclusion, and it does it better. Um, Italian rap is a very nice thing to hear. Mm. Uh, this is the uh, this is the chorus that Jonathan and I earlier were saying is strong. <laughs> Because probably you can best sing it, of the night. Yeah, you can sing it without ever. Uh, uh, you, you can sing it probably listening to it only once before. Um, and he was able to get the crowd pumped. He was able to get them clapping along and even singing along. Um, and stylistically, this is not the same as many of the other songs, but it's st- it's equally contemporary, if not more contemporary. Mm. Um, and vocally what you would expect for like this hip hop style of song, uh, he has he has a surprising amount of range or he showcases a surprising amount of range um, in his performance. I like it. Yeah, I I, re- I agree with all of those points. I think this is probably the most contemporary song of the night. Um, I think, yeah, I just think that this is a really smart performance. I think it does a really good job of being a song that is entirely not in English, but having a very clear message. Like, just watching this performance without having any context for the lyrics, I knew, like, oh, this is a song about an absent father and money, and how, like, money can't buy happiness, because they, like, have that on the LED at the end. And I also think that the chorus is really easy to sing along to. There's also, like, the... Which I think is really smart, because, like after listening to the song once or like after listening to one chorus, you can do that. So it's very interactive, but also it's very contemporary and it's very legitimate and it's very, I don't know. It's very now, which I think a lot of these songs are not. Um, So I think this is very well done. And I don't know if this is my, this isn't my favorite, but I think objectively this probably should have won. I, I thought this was kind of flat. Like I, I think I don't know. It gets better the more I listen to it, but I didn't think there was a whole lot to it. It's it's a good song. I just wish it was. I don't know. It, the the energy felt lacking, and I don't know how it could. I don't know what would have improved it, but like, it just needed a little bit more oomph to me. But I feel like his nonchalance kind of like makes this performance, though. Yeah, I don't know. I like. I, uh, Effortless. Does it remind you of Stromae at all? No. Okay. I think that Stromae <laughs> is a little bit more eccentric and a little bit more high energy. Yeah, and more synthy. Um, yeah. But like, 
I don't know. I think this could have used a little bit more of that energy. I don't know. Yeah. Fair. Do you think this one will fare well? Oof. Uh, okay. <laughs> Millen? I think this song will do pretty well. I uh, It's easily in my top five personally. I think it's probably in the top three in the show. I love that. Cool. I like the way you think. <laughs> All right, so... Final four, song number 23, Kruna by Nevena Bojovic from Serbia. And I guess like we already thought about the song, so I guess part two this, <laughs> is right now. This is my entrant for this year's cool, boring next. Are you kidding my ass? Come on, we've had like plenty of those already. This is not that. Really? This isn't that. Okay, so yeah, first of all, this is not that. First of all, the second most attractive person to ever be on television <laughs> walks on stage, and then she gives a powerhouse like rock ballad vocal with amazing visuals great makeup great hair great dress great accessories she has uh these kind of metallic like like necklaces and like arm braces which i think is cool because like a lot of it is about like freedom and um kind of uh it seems like it's kind of about like uh like an abusive relationship i don't know if it actually is but the the english bits of the song and the visuals I, i get kind of give me that vibe I think that this is the most successful use of kind of like computer generated moment with the um sort of like vortex. No man, the I think it's the next one or oh. two from now. Australia has my personal favorite use of screen. <laughs> okay, we'll get there. We'll get oh, there. We'll get to that. <laughs> um but I just think that this is yeah, no, it's a perfect rock ballad. I think that it has great vocals it has great levels i think this this is one of my favorites of the night i love it top 10 for me yeah nope can't uh can't disagree more i fell asleep on this one this gets 22nd place ish actually no higher than that that's cutting it that it, it did a little better than that actually mm-hmm. um but i i think this is bottom half agree with that but i don't it's not for the same reasons i think um, I think this song suffers from running order. Yeah, because no, 100% it hundred percent. It definitely true, does. Actually, yeah, you just come off of Iceland and uh, what was it? Belarus. Yeah, and Belarus, and then Azerbaijan, Azerbaijan and then Italy, and France. Oh, right, you France, believe in yeah. Italy? Like you came off of a lot of songs that made a lot of decisions, and this song felt very much like a safe Eurovision bet without being boring, but it didn't make enough decisions to stand out in this crowd of interesting and dynamic and motivating songs and performances. That's, um, a, that's a good point. It did, it did make very few choices. Yeah. Uh, like all of these, or not all, but most of these songs have made a lot of, uh, taken a lot of risks and some of them have been able to reap the rewards. And this one just doesn't feel like many risks were taken. 
again, especially within the context of the past like five or six songs. Um, if it were isolated on its own, I think it would have done much better. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Or I think it would have yeah, seemed much better. Yeah. I don't disagree with any of that. I think that's all true. So you guys said kind of lower half. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, so song number 24. This is She Got Me by Luca Henny from Switzerland. When she go low, when she go low, she go solo, she go solo. Oh, she know, oh, oh, she know she got me dirty dancing. When she go low, when she go low, she go solo, she go solo. Oh, she know, oh, oh, she know she got me dirty dancing. Um, this song <laughs> I, this was weird can i start yeah there was a huge audience response at the beginning yeah yeah huge and then later on the first chorus hit and there was another huge audience response yeah the crowd um, loved this apparently yeah uh also visually this was difficult to watch because the aspect ratio kept on changing <laughs> it was like square and then it was like you know long widescreen and then it was like three by two it's just very weird choices there um i'm sure it was better live in that case uh, uh sonically i don't think there's too much to say here except that he used uh, or the song rather used a uh, sub well. Um, there were there were some other examples of like subs and bass lines that are too uh, uncontrolled. I guess this was like a tame sub that. Um, uh, that's, a, that's weird with that context. <laughs> a tame sub. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, this was a rather rather tame kind of bass line thing um, that was enough to get the audience moving in a big way uh also he had severe puppy dog pre like energy present very yes puppy dog innocence um which is very opposite to the lyrics of the song i thought that was funny yeah these uh, lyrics are kind of filthy but he's very the way you described him <laughs> yeah yeah um but like without even judging the song just from the audience reaction alone this is top five like it has to be everyone's voting for this and i don't i don't know why i don't, I don't understand why people in the audience were so popped so hard for this it's, it's a like, bop that is true it's a, it's a however bop, there are other bops and yeah. no one no one has had this much of a distinct reaction from the this crowd. is it's not as much of a bop as Sweden. It's not as much of a bop as Belarus. It's not as much of a bop as Norway. It's not as much of a bop as Spain, but we haven't gotten there yet. It's not as much of a bop as Cyprus. It's not as much of a bop as Iceland. It's not as much of a bop as San Marino. <laughs> it's like, it's good. It's a good song, but it's so generic. I think in an American context, it's very generic. It's still generic. Because I think though. that this comes off as like kind of hopping on the like 2018 quote unquote Latin pop American trend. But I don't know if that was, if that really read in a European context. 
I mean, maybe, but still, I okay, yeah. Sure. I liked this. I think I liked this more than you guys did. I didn't love it. I I think that the performance was very impressive. I really, Millen, you had some problems with the staging itself. I think that the lights, like the lighting, I think worked well, and it again it kind of like towed the line really well of looking like a music video and being intimate, but also clearly being an arena performance. I think his vocal is kind of weird. I, I don't want to say it's it's sort of weak, and he breathes into the microphone too much. Did you notice that? <laughs> no, I didn't. That's funny though. And I think he's also not very good at dancing, but um, much less dirty dancing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that this is There's a lot of go white boy go energy in this <laughs> song. Facts, T. Yeah. I think that the the studio uh, version of this song is much better than this. I think the visuals are there. The performance is almost there, but and the song for me is there. If it, but it is a little bit uh, generic as Alice said. Yeah, I feel like this is a song that I don't have a, as much of a problem with being generic. Yeah, me too. Um, like the very first song from Malta felt generic in a uh, in a bad way. It felt like a bad version of an every song um, or of a very popular song. And this felt similarly generic, but I don't, for some reason, I can't fault it as much. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, really, it's just, man, that audience reaction. (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to say that this is going to end up at around like 13 through 15, but I, but with that much of a pop, I can't imagine. So who knows? Yeah. Second to last song of the night. We have. Thank goodness. We have Zero Gravity by Kate Miller Heidke from Australia. Okay, I want to talk about this staging. I hate this staging. Are you serious? And I will give you... I... Okay, so lights come up. We've got Queen Elsa from Frozen singing, doing our opera thing. The song, cool. It's opera, fun. We can talk about that in a bit. But so she's on top of a like a war boy pole to bring up Mad Max Fury Road again. She's on one of those poles that the war boys stand on top of and then bounce between the other cars, you know? But she's like standing on top of it in her big dress singing opera. And then it zooms out a little bit and we've got her and two backup singers slash dancers next to her on the same poles. But then instead of showing the stage, instead of showing us how these poles are connected to the stage or anything like that, there is a giant CG spinning globe like the freaking Universal Studios intro. <laughs> but unlike Malta at the start, where they did eventually pull out and like actually show us the stage, at no point in this yes, song... Yes, they do. When? They lift the veil a little bit. You can see the, like, the pole. No, yeah, but like at no point in this song do we get a unedited wide shot. Like We never yeah. see how it connects to the stage. We never see I don't see have a problem with that. Her though. contextualizing the arena. I do because at the what is the point 
of doing a live performance if you are not going to make it a live performance. This is a this live is, performance. This is a music video. This is a music video. This is not a live performance. Like, why? Why? Why would you do this? It's insulting to the stage designer. <laughs> I'm so How, over this. <laughs> it, like, but why? I don't, I truly do not understand. There's, That's so dramatic. It's insulting it's to the insulting stage. It's insulting to the stage designer. It's saying, hmm, you know this lovely stage that you've designed that we did a great intro with? That's not worth having. We're going to completely edit it out of this song and put her in space. Whatever, why? dude. No, I, but like... <laughs> I so wanted, I wanted so much during this song to see the base of these poles. You do. I really want to see do. how she's flying around. There. No, that is not, that is, that does not, that doesn't even, that could, that could be anywhere. It doesn't show us the stage. It doesn't show us any of the audience. How can I, you, why can't you just accept the fact that this is an illusion and like not try to like. Because it's a live performance and I want to see her singing her song in front of a crowd. You could put this up if you if you mute the crowd mics. This is a music video. This, I I just don't get it. I think it's a poor decision, and it directly harms it. And it's like, why? Okay. Anyway, uh, this is the song that goes back and forth for me as being my winner of the whole year. I love this. It's a little musical theater for me. <laughs> really. What? <laughs> there was such a oh my god! Y'all are at at each other's necks with this one. Yeah, I love this. Like I said, it's a little musical theater for me. I just think the performance is so impressive, and it would be one thing if you never saw the fact that she was on a pole. That would be a little bit off-putting because I would just be like, "Well, what is this? Where are you? There's no perspective. There's no different angles." But you, they show you the different angles. I think that. I don't know. I think that this is really impressive. And I think that this is way less music video than uh, Malta. This is way less music video than um, fucking Switzerland. I think that this is just a really impressive. First of all, it's a really impressive vocal. It has really good levels. It's a really good like. She's a straight up opera singer. Yeah, no, she is. It's a very like classical contemporary pop ballad. And I just feel like something like that has never been done at Eurovision. And I think that like, she just looks so amazing, like moving around and like having her dress, like flow in the wind. And I don't know all these things. I think it, I think it's really great. And I, and I'm willing to kind of just like watch this and accept the illusion that, and I'm also not off put by it because like, it's not like a thing of just like someone standing there and it feels like a music video in the sense that we can't see the crowd and it's just like someone dancing. This is a huge, intricate, physically impressive stage performance that I think that if you were constantly getting crowd shots, it wouldn't work. And I think that this performance, I don't know. I think it does something that's never been done at Eurovision before and it does it really well. And it is a really good, fully realized performance that I think could have won the whole thing. This performance to me this song and this staging is to Eurovision what James Cameron's avatar was <laughs> to filmmaking. <laughs> I, I dig that comparison. That's really funny. Yeah. Not everyone liked it, sure. But like undeniably, it was impressive. Uh, and I think if you are able to recreate that music video feel live on the stage... 
in such a cool music video and you're able to get the audience there interacting and feeling like they're a part of it too i feel like that's a that's an impressive feat yeah (laughs) did you like it though oh yeah i loved it oh good okay (laughs) the the song itself uh, i gotta look at my notes actually for this one um this to me was uh, i had regina specter vibes what um What? what hold on hold on hear me out here specifically um eat with harmonics and legato notes like legato vocals maybe maybe not that's a that's a we're not in no know. nuance that's, november so you guys a, can you guys can i guess i don't have that. that's fine that's as a, much of a reference point for regina specter but i my gut is telling me no <laughs> okay okay that's okay um definitely the best visual component for me absolutely uh, and I, I think the writing was pretty creative too. Um, and as far as the composition of the song goes, I don't know. It was just good. It was just good. <laughs> yeah. And also like, just like the fact that she is on a flimsy metal pole that is tens of feet in the air and she can still do that flawless operatic vocal. That's so impressive. I feel like, yeah, that, that was cause like, I feel I, I was shocked that like, it, you couldn't hear when she pivoted direction, you know? Yeah. Because like I, 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 you would you would expect there to be some sort of whoa, but she was absolutely flawless. And the backing dancers were really cool too. They were also on poles and they were very and they like were also singing as well. I think. Yeah, they were. Or actually, I don't know if they were. The backing vocalist might have been off stage, but um, yeah, I don't know. And also, like I, the the song is about like overcoming depression, and I think that 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 the performance is a good visual to accompany that um that message yeah i didn't like this one as much as you guys did (laughs) uh in spite of personal opinions how do you think this one will do i mean i think this will do well like it's it's an impressive performance i'm not a huge fan of the opera vocals but i see that people could like them um he kills it i loved how she's got this like crazy tiara on and I loved how the Australian fans in the audience had their own like yeah. little versions of those. I thought that was kind of cute. Um, it wasn't one of my favorites, uh, but it'll do. It'll do perfectly fine. I don't know where this is gonna rank, but I'm with Ellis, and that it will do well. <laughs> All right. So, closing out the show, we had Mickey from Spain, Spain singing La Venda. La Venda ya cayó. This song goes. Yeah, this is another one of those songs that I remember not really liking, but when I heard it this time, I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah, this, this, this goes. <laughs> this was the perfect song to close the show. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're kind of falling asleep after, like, I'm, I'm kind of falling asleep after Serbia. Australia's was fun, but not exactly a high energy song. This was a great one to, like, 
wake you back up, get hype for this crazy intermission that's coming up is, but so that you can stay awake through the recap. It's a fun song. It taps, it goes. He reminds me of Mika. When you said taps, it reminds oh, me. Oh, his name is Miki. I know, and it still reminds it, that, That's what put it in my head, and then his existence confirmed that. Australia is the song of the year for me that honks. Oh, interesting. Okay. That honks. That, oh, oh wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I love this Spanish song. I think it's great. Top tier. I think the staging uh, is good. The staging is good. The staging is a better version of what uh, Camila Cabello and Young Thug did at the Grammys a couple of years ago. Sorry, that's a... <laughs> I did not see. I did not see the Camila Cabello uh, performance. Neither did uh, I. This. <laughs> uh, this was pretty interesting. The weird, like mannequin that was glowing and moving. That was weird. Uh, I don't know why that was there. Don't why, don't know why that was there. Um, I wasn't sure exactly what story the staging was telling and the performance was telling. Because there was also this like big uh, eye in the background that looked like it was on fire or something. Uh, or melting maybe i forget um the performance is a little uh, confused yeah 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 the performance was a little bit scattered but i don't think i can actually like fault that too much Mm -hmm. or fault the song for it too much Um, the song itself was also a little bit scattered in Mm -hmm. in either a way that picks you up and you know you've just been sitting in one place for two hours and you gotta have to uh, get moving again at least mentally, for the next two hours for voting. Um, or it burns you out immediately. It's like this is the last straw because you've had so much uh, usually mid-tempo or up-tempo songs um, one after the other, and there's a lot of weird energy and a lot of high energy and a lot of woohoo 2019 um, that maybe this song could be the... the yeah, this is like... The edge, either this is a perfect finisher or it's a terrible finisher. I know what you mean. Depends on the person. Yeah, I dig it. I think it's. A, <laughs> I, I think this goes. I haven't said that yet. So, I. So, like I said, I like this. It's a bop. It goes hard. Objectively, this is quite. This is not a good song. This is a pretty bad song, objectively. Because it. The composition is really basic and it's so repetitive. So, it should. I shouldn't like it, but I do. And I, I agree with you, Milan, that the performance is a little bit scattered and confused. There are a lot of elements. There's the weird dollhouse thing. Then there's the mannequin. Yeah. Then there's the eyeball. Then there's the rainbow colors. Then there's the GoPro. It's a lot. Um, but I think the song is also a lot, so I don't really care that much. Um, but yeah, great closer. And uh, uh, It's another song that if you don't think about it too much, it's great. But if you have listened to it as many times as I have, I, you start to think about it. <laughs> Yeah. That makes sense, yeah. I like it. I think it goes. <laughs> I have this in my personal... I think this is around three or four for me. Whoa. Yeah, I really like this one. Um, Millen, your thoughts? Yeah. It said it seems like it could be very divisive one way or the other, so it's probably going to average out and go somewhere towards the middle. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't be upset if it were anywhere in particular. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, so I think that means we only have two more things left to do, and that is go over the results is one of those things. Are you ready? (laughs) Yes, let's do it. Oh, also, yeah, we should talk about the interval. Did you watch any of these interval performances, Millen? Not. So first off, while, while Jonathan is pulling up the results, I'll run through them real quick. The first one is 
uh, we get our, our host, who is not Monzelmer, though, and he comes out and was like, ah, oh, we're going to do the interval. And then Conchita Wurst comes out and is like, oh. Stunning icon oh, Conchita diva. Wurst's outfit here is incredible. Um, and then is like, hey, Conchita, what are you going to sing? And Conchita goes, I'm going to sing Heroes by Mons. And then Monzelmer comes out and stands next to the stage and Conchita sings Heroes and it's great. And then Mons comes out and sings Fuego. And then the person who sang Fuego came out and sings... Delaney Ferreira. Her, yeah. Uh, she comes out and sings... Lasha uh, Tumbai. Dancing Lasha Tumbai, which was awesome. <laughs> and then Verka Sarduchka comes out and sings Boy, or uh, sings I'm Not Your Toy. And it's incredible, and I love it. It's like a, it's like a celebrity Eurovision telephone thing. It is, and it's yes. great. And in in Verka's performance, the 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 jumbotron has all the like the the beckoning cats from the original one, but they're like dressed up and they look like the Red Army, but made out of beckoning cats. Um, and then all four of them, and also the person from 1979, come together and they sing Hallelujah, and they do it better than the original. Um, and I was, I'm sitting here like, why do people love this song so much? I don't get it, but I get this. It's, per- time, it's timeless classic. This performance was significantly better than the original performance, IMHO. Um, and so that was really fun. And then there's another interval where Madonna comes out and does Madonna things to like promote the Madam X rollout and tour and concept. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. Her vocal, well, the reason it's bad, well, it's bad for a lot of reasons, but... Oh, and Quavo's there. Quavo's there. Remember <laughs> yes. when they interviewed Quavo and, like, and like um, the guy was like, oh, Quavo, what do you think of Eurovision? He was like, it's the culture, man. I'm into it. And it's like, he, okay. He call, Quavo called Eurovision the culture. Which I really appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> Quavo, who has clearly never seen Eurovision before. Uh, but that was... What really are you talking fun. about? Yeah. Eurovision is the peak of culture, hey, the peak of relevance. He's getting paid. That's all that counts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Quavo's getting those dollar bills getting those Madonna bucks yeah he is getting those Madonna bucks um sorry that took a while but I am ready to rumble as it were let's see some results okay so we know who wins who do you think is gonna get last place Slovenia the UK or Germany yes I do if it's either the UK or Germany I am a-okay I am I am happy getting rowdy rowdy as okay yes I got it Luca from Switzerland would say. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, in 26th place with 16 points, we had the UK. Okay, yeah, that's fair. It, it was bad. Why does the UK suck so much at Eurovision? They really do. Well, they had the, they had their. This is this is to make up for all the years of imperialism and colonialism. <laughs> yeah, actually, fact. Yeah. This is... <laughs> all right, 25th place, 31 points, Belarus. Belarus. What? my god absolutely low. disgusting you're kidding me no you're... i don't think he's kidding you i'm not joking bitch <laughs> i am legitimately shocked and this barely oh qualified it got like 10th place god. by like just barely that's that's horrible that's oh my god i okay yep i'm over this year okay 24th place 32 points just one higher is germany okay yeah at least it wasn't higher what a bottom three G- uk <laughs> Honestly, germany <though. laughs> and ellis's like fifth best song of the night absurdity it's funny that like they sent a song that was that 
current and like that now and they were just like got punished for it yeah yeah all right 23rd place 47 points israel (laughs) yeah yeah 22nd place 60 points spain alice I'm not mad at that. It's, it's lower than I expected, but it's fine. I'm not mad either. I was not too it. Yeah, I wasn't too attached. Two of oh my god. We're we're five songs in, and two of my top seven songs have already been eliminated. All right, ready for twenty first place? This is bad. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, with seventy one points, Greece, where it deserved, I think. Cool. That's, Unfor- that's, that's good. Yeah. Unfortunately, right, 20th, I think. I'm. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I was gonna say just, oh, no, this song just had so much potential. Yeah. Yes. I'm 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 calling it. It's Estonia. It's the perfect twentieth place song. Show me, show me, show me. Alright, in twentieth place. We had a oh San Marino. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was Estonia though. <laughs> Wait, is this correct? Is this? What correct? I don't think this is correct. Wait. Uh oh. <laughs> Are you it was it was Estonia actually the twentieth spot? Jongabithin. Hold on a second. <laughs> um, this is wrong. <laughs> okay. Which actually kind of ties into like a controversy corner thing. Controversy corner. So. Oh, is this the before they got updated? Yeah. So actually, um, this is a different thing, sort of. But when Belarus presented their votes, they accidentally presented their group jury vote in the wrong order. So they gave twelve points to their last place song, which was Israel. Oh. Oh. So Interesting. let me stop sharing my screen and get the correct results. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> okay. I think that everything was right except so far in terms of placement, except for, oh, no, there were some changes. We'll, go, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it, though. Okay, so we are back online. And, okay, so last place, UK. Yes, okay. N- nothing's changed. Second to last is Germany now. Okay, this is better. That makes more sense. Third to last is still Belarus. That's still uh, deeply disappointing, but not quite as deep. Okay, next was Israel. I think the most of them are the same. Israel, Spain, Greece, Estonia, and Perfect 20. <laughs> it is the ideal 20th place song. <laughs> I agree. Good. Well, I think the song shouldn't have qualified, but that's another matter. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 19th place is San Marino. Still underrated but like if san marino won this anyway by sending stanley tucci so i expected this one to do worse i'm glad it did this well yeah 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 me too all right wait hold on let me see i wrote down one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen okay never mind i wrote down half the list let's go (laughs) (laughs) all right so in 18th place we had serbia underrated for me but you know a little bit disappointing i like that one i think i like that one a lot yeah yeah, yeah, that was the. Ellis that could have been better, in a different context. Yeah, for sure. All right, seventeenth place we had, close cousin Albania. Ah, oh, loved close Albania. cousin in the sense of like the song sounded the same. I'm not making. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I that that could have stood to do a little better. I agree. All right, sixteenth place was France, which I think was very underrated. I agree, I, but I think that makes sense where it came out. I'm okay yeah. with that, honestly. But I remember, I feel like, like it could have been. Huh? Yeah. Sorry. So, sorry. I feel like the, this entire podcast is just us talking at this me interrupting you, and then. <laughs> <laughs> no, go for it. It's okay. Okay, I was just gonna say, um, 
This was surprising because I remember um, like the, the odds like with bookies and stuff. They have them for Eurovision. <laughs> That's great. And I remember in the lead up to the contest, France wasn't doing that great. But all of a sudden, like a week before the contest, this shot up to like number one or number two. Weird. People thought this oh. was going to do really well and it didn't. But um, yeah, sorry, Milan, what were you saying? Oh, I was going to say, I feel like that deserves maybe like one or two spots higher, personally. I'd but... say left hand side of the scoreboard for sure. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. But, I, so, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, but then how much how much homophobia went into that vote, you know? That's a good question. Probably, well, actually no, probably a lot. lot. Of, a lot of queer representation in the performers and the audience. Like but, most of the shots of the audience were people holding pride flags. Right. Well, I think there was less there should have been more queer representation in the performers, I think. Yeah. Like there was France and I know um what oh iceland the one from the guy from italy i'm pretty sure is queer but i think that was like it and your is like such a gay thing and like none of the performers are like the performers are rarely uh as gay as the audience i find <laughs> yeah um but anyway that was a long way of saying there was probably homophobia as to why france got 16th but i'm ready for 15th place yes all right, so in 15th place, Alice, are you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, Alice is watching the, the interval performance right now. <laughs> I, I didn't go to bed until like 4 a.m. last night, so I'm fading. Okay, sorry. Um, so anyway, in 15th place, we had Slovenia. That did disgustingly well, but okay. I think could have said you better. We're not going to get into it. <laughs> yeah. 14th place, Malta. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I think, again, could have said to do a little bit better for me, but I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, it's fine where it is. Okay, thirteenth place, Cyprus. Yeah, sure. I think that could have been a little bit lower, honestly. Yeah, but it's I, fine. Yeah. I, I think it's about. Yeah. That's where it should be. I agree. Yeah, with Ellis on this one. Twelfth place, we had Denmark. I forgot this did so well. <laughs> Big chair. Big chair. I liked that song a lot. I did too. It was very I, cute. It was very cute. I think objectively it should have done worse, though. I mean, I had that in my top, like, two, so. Crazy. Okay. <laughs> Number 11 <laughs> is Czech Republic. Yeah. <laughs> they extend well. onto the third dimension of this scoreboard. <laughs> um, I was surprised that this one did so well. I'm su- I honestly surprised it didn't do better, but... Well, that was the... That well, was in, the in the battle of the choruses... Uh, friend of a friend is currently below Italy's Soldi. Shub up, shub up, shub up, shub up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll what? see how big that difference is. And this was like a huge, like, this was like one of the big gags of the night because they do the jury votes first and then the televote, and they got like, like third with the juries. Really? I was expecting that to be the other oh, way around. interesting. Yeah, it was yeah, weird. I'm surprised that they... And the public kind of tanked weird. them and they didn't even get top ten. Well, I have... Um, it's okay. I have the um, the like jury televote split, so we can look at that later. But anyway, in tenth place we had Iceland. Hey, Iceland. top ten, cool. This is the graveyard <laughs> of songs that Ellis likes right now. That's three in a row. <laughs> um, it's not about to be four in a row because in ninth place we had Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that didn't do better, honestly. I was really surprised because this song won at semifinals, so I thought it was going to do a lot better oh, than it yeah, ended up doing, yeah, yeah. but it did not. 
Yeah, I feel I feel like this could have done a little bit better. I agree. If, but having that right next to Iceland is yeah, it's a funny. bit shocking, I feel. Yeah, I think that Iceland, it makes sense that they're 10th, though, because this seemed like a very polarizing song. So what probably happened was there were a lot of high marks and a lot of no points at all, which yields middling. Ready for 8th place? Yes. Do it. Azerbaijan. Could have been higher in my book. Good song. I, Good looking man. Good staging. <laughs> yeah, I'm for okay, real, though. I'm okay with where that is. Because I do think it's a bit, a little bit ridiculous, but yeah, that was fun. I, I, that's good. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, seventh place, Macedonia. But you forgot about that one. I did forget about that one. Is uh, women in the background who may or may not have died. Yeah. Yeah. Winner of the jury vote, Macedonia. Wait, really? Yeah. Really. Wow. Well, hey. I'm shocked that that did better than both Russia and Netherlands on jury vote because those seem like they would be big jury vote songs. I don't know. Yeah. Well, sixth place. Ready for it? Here we go. Here we go. Norway. Norveg. And there is a story about this. I like that song. Predictably, the juries tanked this and the televote pushed it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This won the televote by like (laughs) a very large margin. Hell yeah. Nice. And everyone was like, why did the juries exist? They're so stupid. Norway what oh, should have won. No, and I was like, if Norway necessary. won, I would have lost my shit. <laughs> I in a bad way. Because I liked that song a lot and probably had it second. It's so cheap and dated and borderline offensive. I, I just can't. <laughs> okay, top five. Fifth place. Sweden. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I like that. That is good. Let's that's go. where that should top have five. been. Yeah. All right, Wait, so, what's left? I was, I was about to say. So going into the top four, we have Russia... Italy, Netherlands, Switzerland. I'm happy with Switzerland, Sweden, and Italy in that list. <laughs> yeah, Russia did far too well for my liking. Russia is a Russia's a wild card up there for sure. Oh yeah. Okay. Fourth place. Switzerland. Cool. I think that overperformed, but like yeah, that I'm not that upset did. about it. I'm not mad and also a huge huge audience response there so that makes sense also for like i don't know for the past like two decades switzerland has been underrated in my opinion like almost every single (laughs) year so like one slight overrated year for switzerland i'm not mad about yeah okay third place it's either gonna be italy or russia and it was russia cool weird but cool so second place. hey look at that italy versus a friend of a friend (laughs) yeah eat my ass um, no, I, it's funny. I had Russia on third on my list, and look at that there. It's third. Okay, so how much oh, do nice. you think that um, the Netherlands won by? Italy has 472. That's a lot of points. Not really in in this system. Oh, okay. Like, Salvador Sobral got over 700. Shit. Um, yeah, but wasn't he, didn't he, like, blow the previous record out of the water? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think... There's no way the Netherlands is another Salvador Sobral-style win, so... Yeah, I, I don't know, five hundred and fifty. Why not? That's I, I, I vibe with that. I think that's a good number. Okay, it was closer than you think. Four ninety eight. Woo! Oh wow, that's it was very close, close. Actually, I forget it being that close. Cool. The weird, odd winner. Odd winner is what I'll say. So this is the breakdown of jury versus televote. San Marino was top ten with the televote. I love that. Hell yeah! <laughs> I mean that. Is how it should be because no way is the jury going to give Stanley Tucci votes. They gave him 12. 
Israel got zero <laughs> votes from the jury. And that's rough. Germany yeah, I, got zero from the televote. That's deserved. Oh my god, Spain only got one point from the jury. Oh, the Germany uh, the Germany did- Germany got zero votes from the televote. I don't know why people didn't like Spain that much. Uh-oh. Hello? Hello. What? We can still hear you. Hi. Okay, cool. Was there any reaction to I'm, I don't know. Does that seem feasible to y'all? What? Zero votes from televotes for Germany? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. Yes. That is a deeply reasonable reaction to that song. Oh, and by the way, I exaggerated. The Czech Republic got eighth with the juries, but uh, 24th with the televoting. So it's still a big discrepancy, but yeah, less than I had let on. Yeah. Russia got way higher in televotes than I was expecting. Yeah, I'm not surprised that they got most of their points from the televote because the like the former Soviet Union loves Sergei Lazarev, so <laughs> I'm not shocked by that at all. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was Eurovision 2019. It was nice. a lot. It was a fun show. I like the it fact was. that I had literally half the field written down as songs I liked was is a shows how enjoyable this overall thing was. Yeah, we've had two bangers of years like in a row. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, which there's bound to be a regression to the mean. <laughs> All right. So that leaves just one thing left to do, and that's to choose a year out of the Tupperware of Destiny, which I will have to go get, but we will do it. Cool. cool. All right, let me turn on my video. Let's do it. We've hit four hours on the recording for the first time. Oh, no. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Let's go. Let's right. do it. Tupperware is here. I have produced the Tupperware of Destiny. He has. Jonathan mixes up the Tupperware while Ellis watches Euro Daddy to refresh himself. Hmm. Also, I will veto the year if I don't want to do it. Cool. <laughs> He's pulled the year. He looks at the slip of paper. 2017. I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not after, no. Not right after 2019. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that makes total sense. Yeah. And we, we, another year where we know the winning. We yeah. got to gotta jump back in time a little bit. I would love to do that. All right. 2008 no no <laughs> give us something before 1996 yes is it 1994 i don't want to do that either <laughs> no no we would like we've we need we need to go back in time to quote pitbull and christina aguilera no christina 1962 aguilera? she wasn't on that song never mind oh i'm a fan of 1962 yeah yeah like tap in that's it yes all right so Join us next week when we'll be talking about Eurovision, rewinding to Eurovision 1962. Very exciting. Yeah. Um, uh, Yes, if you liked what you heard on the show today, you can go check out our Instagram at Eurovision underscore rewind on Instagram uh, or at vocab gumbo on Twitter, which I don't post to and I should because Twitter is good for networking for this sort of thing. But hey, so it goes. I'm busy doing not that. Um, uh, You can also... Support us on Patreon if you would like to kick a little bit of dollar-dollar bills or potentially euro-euro bills or whatever your local fiat currency is. Um, Does Patreon accept those? I have no clue. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but if you, uh, regardless, if you want to help cover some of the costs of the show, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash vocabgumbo. All of these links can be found on our website which is vocabgumbo.com, which is also the home to the vocab gumbo mailbag, which I will pull up right now to see if anyone has submitted anything that is not COVID truthing because we've been getting legitimately multiple of those recently and it's awful. Oh no. Um, 
We should do a we should do a COVID truther rewind episode. Oh, <laughs> I would love to the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Did I miss any plugs? I don't think we did. There, uh, you can find a link to uh, a link to the show, a link to the full. Um, uh, what are they called? Grand Fini- Grand Finals. You can yeah. find a link to the Grand Finals in the description of the show. Um, doesn't work in the U.S. though, so you're gonna have to vpn somewhere if you are in fact living here um let's see yeah i think that's it awesome medical (laughs) yeah now they're selling us weight loss supplements on the uh mailbag first of all rude yeah (laughs) cool awesome yeah so see you next week for 62 get into it yeah thank you for listening have a good one i'm jonathan i'm ellis I'm Millen. Good night. Yay. Yeah.